the righteousness of faith. Father, thank you for this opportunity to hear your word, to hear your voice, to be taught by Holy Spirit the truth which is in Christ Jesus. We receive from you light. Illuminate our hearts. Flood our hearts with light. Help us to see what you're showing us and hear what you're saying to us so that we can appreciate the fullness of our Lord Jesus Christ and what we have from you right now to live successfully in this earth in total dependence and reliance upon Jesus. We thank you for it. I declare the blessing over every listener in the sound of my voice, and they will hear you, Father, and they will receive from you today that which they need for right now. In the name of Jesus, we call it done, and that's the way it is. Amen. We are going to talk on the topic of Jesus. Where is he that was born king of the Jews? Born king of the Jews. Matthew chapter 2, starting with the first verse. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. I'm going to stop there for a moment. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? But we just read, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. The king of the Jews is the Christ, the anointed one. He's not a king of the Jews. He's not a anointed one. That would be like David, King David. Jesus was coming as son of David. To sit on his throne and establish it forever. David was an anointed king. But Jesus is the anointed one. And he is the king. He's the one. He's the top. He is the final. And he is the one that we look to. Where Christ should be born. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. The Amplified says, For out of you shall come a ruler, a leader, who will govern and shepherd my people Israel. Notice, Jesus born of a virgin in Bethlehem with a star pointing to where he was with a star announcing that he was born and these magi came from the east to search him out to worship him. Now what a great, great king they would have expected for them to come all the way from the east to Jerusalem to worship him, Jesus, the Christ, the king of the Jews. 
the one that will govern, the one that will rule, the one that will lead, the one that will shepherd the people of God. Outstanding. And we are now in a season where we celebrate the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ as born through the virgin womb, even though he's already... <laughs> long been resurrected and seated at the right hand of the Father, we remember, just like we do when we partake of communion, we remember the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we re-emphasize and re-actualize what took place then, and stand in awe and worship Him who had such a dynamic plan so as to come into the earth, God from God, to get into the old creation so that He could lead the old creation out through death to the new creation resurrected unto life forever hallelujah jesus the king of the jews jesus our governor the one that governs us the one that rules us the one that leads us and the one that shepherds us a shepherd is one that feeds leads guides protects watches over this is jesus i'm talking about he that was born king of the jews now let's flip over to luke chapter 2 and we'll go to verse 14 luke chapter 2 14 still talking about the account of jesus being born of a virgin and coming now when he was born Let's back up. 2, verse 11. Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Now they're calling him a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So now we see he's a Savior. We see he is the Christ. And we see also he is the Lord. Well, Christ is anointed one. The anointed one who is anointed with the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power according to Acts chapter 10 verse 38 he's a savior savior hallelujah one that saves us one that rescues us one that redeems us the Redeemer and the Lord the Lord is a ruler the Lord is one that's in authority and the Lord is one that governs and rules by ownership Lord's own things Jesus by him by the Word of God Jesus become flesh by him all things were created by him and all things were created for him and he's the head of all things. Let's flip over there for a moment. Let's just look at that. I was quoting it, but let's let's look at it and get it exactly just right. Colossians chapter 1. And we'll see in 15. Colossians 1.15. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. He's the firstborn of all creation. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things consist. He's the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Hallelujah. 
glory to God. So Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> is Christ the Lord, the owner of his creation. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. Now I want to look at this verse closely. Glory to God in the highest. That's worship. Honor, glory, boasting, glorifying God the Father in the highest and on earth, on earth or up on earth, peace or towards earth, peace, peace on earth from God to man, peace on earth from God the Father to man. And then it says goodwill toward men. Some say goodwill among men. The word among or the word towards, goodwill towards men has to do with goodwill, delight, kindness, in, on, or at men. The Father God, the creator of heaven and earth, sent peace to us. There was a Division made and caused at the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and caused separation, caused death, caused enmity between God and men. There was no peace. There was hostility. There was enmity. But now there's an announcement. The Lord God Almighty, the Father of glory, did not wait until Jesus had already gone through the full plan of redemption, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the conquest, and his ascension to the throne of the right hand of the majesty on high. He announced right at the beginning, as far as he was concerned, peace was upon and towards earth, and goodwill, delight, and kindness was in man, on man, and towards man from him. Hallelujah. Now look at that word, goodwill, delight, kindness. Now kindness is not just doing nice things. Kindness is, when you go into the Old Testament writings in the Hebrew, the word that's translated kindness in English comes from a covenant word, chassid, covenant love. Steadfast love, loyalty. It is a strong, strong, strong word that is very hard to translate into English. It's kindness. It's God the Father showing kindness. It's covenant towards his man. And I want to show you this in Isaiah 54, speaking along these lines. Go to Isaiah 54. And I believe it's the 10th verse. He says, For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness, that's the word in Hebrew, hasid, shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, says the Lord, that has mercy or compassion upon thee. Look at that. Peace upon and towards the earth from God, 
goodwill, delight, kindness, a covenant of peace that will never be removed towards men from God, on men, and in men. We have a covenant with God the Father. He was coming to cut a covenant through the blood of Jesus Christ, and the Lamb of God had to be born in the manger, the place where lambs are <laughs> in a... <laughs> Hallelujah. The shepherd of the sheep was born the Lamb of God. There, this is strong. This is revelation. you got to get this. You need to pray about this and meditate on this and think on this because this will transform your thinking about how you look at the Father, how you look at Jesus, and what this says about you and your value and who you are and how much he loves you and how you have the ability and the authority to live a successful life in this earth because he loves you. He's got a covenant of peace. Peace is shalom, wholeness, soundness, nothing missing, nothing broken. It is the fullness of of salvation. It's everything that is good given unto you from God. It's unity and oneness. It's your whole being be brought back into alignment, spirit, soul, body, functioning as God created it to function, but also unity and oneness with the Father through the Son, Jesus Christ, by the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Oh, this is good. This is... Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified, being declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God. We have peace towards God, the Greek says, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through our Lord Jesus the Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We have access by faith into this grace, into the unconditional superabundance of God given to us. Every provision of God as a gift through Jesus Christ given to us in abundance as we rely and depend upon Jesus. It's the abounding provision of the unrestrained, unrestricted operation of his infinite love for us who depend on him. It's for all men, but especially for those that receive it from him, through him, by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. You see this? You're going to see some key words here. You're going to be seeing justified or declared righteous. we got righteousness by faith, and we have peace with God. The kingdom of God, it says in Romans 14, is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. We see righteousness here. We see peace, and we see joy. We see rejoicing in Jesus name and verse 5 says and hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost who is given unto us we have peace with God there is no enmity there is no anger there is no hostility there is no earning its grace its gift he loves you he made you he created you on purpose for a purpose with a purpose he's He's talking to you. You need to listen to him. He will speak into your heart. He'll give you visions and dreams, insights, concepts, and ideas. He'll prosper you in everything you put your hands into. He'll walk with you throughout the day. He'll give you words to speak, to love other people. He'll prosper you.
prosper you in such ways that you can do things for others and in ways that you can enjoy life as days of heaven upon the earth. He is your father. He's the one that's training you and correcting you and giving unto you everything you need to live as a son of the most high God. Hallelujah. This is our Father, and He sent Jesus, the Redeemer, to reconcile us, you, back to Himself. And those of you that have made Jesus the Lord of your life and have received the new creation which is in Christ Jesus and are born from above, born again, you are this now. Believe it. Expect the results and enjoy the relationship that is in the Father, through the Son, by the Holy Spirit, in His living Word. The Lord bless you and keep you. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.